from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. This proverb sums up the mission of faith-based credit unions and the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance. The Alliance, which celebrated its 10-year anniversary in September, embraces collaboration as a means to move its member credit unions and their members forward together. I'm Bill Merrick, Deputy Editor for CUNA News. This episode of the CUNA News Podcast features Drs. Deronda and Hiram Crawford, board members at the Israel Methcom Federal Credit Union in Chicago, and Robin Hollis, Regional Director for the Illinois Credit Union League. They discuss how faith-based credit unions differ from their mainstream counterparts, relying primarily on volunteers to serve their tight-knit memberships. They also explain how the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance fosters collaboration among its member credit unions, what mainstream credit unions can learn from faith-based credit unions, and more. Could you each tell me about your backgrounds and how you got involved with faith-based credit unions? It's interesting. Hiram's dad was a, a Methodist, actually AME Zion, which is African Methodist Episcopal minister. And they would move their ministers every few years. And he really believed in the credit union movement. So they moved him into like five different states. And he started a credit union at every single church that he was a part of. So then, of course, I married into the family and I didn't do anything as far as credit unions. I was a bank person. My parents, you know, most African-Americans started out poor and, you know, and then they worked themselves up. And my father started out as a laundry man and he became self-employed as insurance, trained himself and all that. But we I believed in banks. And then, of course, when I joined the family, I joined the credit union movement. So that was how we got into credit unions. And I just kind of was actually on the side at the beginning. And then I got more involved. So, yes. But the many opportunities as a pastor, he was able to help the members out in many areas, especially those that were having trouble financially. He did a lot of financial counseling, thus getting certain members of the church to come together and begin the credit unions in North Carolina, the, where he was pastoring there, as well as. Indiana, pastoring there in Toledo, as well as Detroit, and of course, he used to say, here Ohio, of course, and Chicago, and of course, being involved with that, they were able to help quite a few of the farmers out in the South as well, and as well as those in the city, where he was able to get the credit unions going. He believed in being an entrepreneur, and as well as cooperatives, so he was a part of all kinds of cooperatives. And really, I thought about it. I said, really, the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance is a cooperative of cooperatives. He left quite a footprint, it sounds like. He did. He really did. Have you both worked in the credit union or served on the board? Yes. uh, We're currently both board members. And also, uh, my husband is um, chairman of the supervisory committee. And I am a member of, I guess I'm secretary of the supervisory committee. Yeah, and my history with the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance actually goes back to the early 80s. 
my first job out of college, actually, I was an examiner for the uh, state regulator. So I was examining credit unions. And many of the credit unions I worked with were faith-based credit unions. Uh, my career would take me on a couple of spins. I ended up managing my own credit union. I was a CEO of a credit union. But then I came back and I started working for the Trade Association, Illinois Credit Union League. And when I joined the Illinois Credit Union League, my territory included a lot of the faith-based credit unions. And it was great because I was already familiar with the credit union. So, for example, my first day on the job with the Illinois Credit Union League, the first call I got was from a faith-based credit union needing some help. So I was excited to uh, be in this new role and to be able to actually help the faith-based credit unions. So that's my history. From the early 80s, I've been working with the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance. What is a faith-based credit union and and how do they differ from other credit unions? Well, you'll find that faith-based credit union is basically a group of people bonded together in their faith. And so you will find... uh, all denominations, Catholic, Baptist, Methodist, and so forth and so on, uh, participating. Every church, every single church can have a faith-based credit union. What we've had is our church, all the members of the church and their families are able to be a part of the faith-based credit union. And so what we find, like we have one member who grew up as Hiram did, was one of the children, and he ended up uh, with a lot of children. All, he had all of his children. He put them in the credit union. He put money in all of the grandchildren. He put them in. So it's a way to do financial responsibility through the church. And every single faith-based credit union is associated with a, a church, basically, of some sort. Now, the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance, we do have associate members. And so we have members that are not faith-based. Yeah, and I would say the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance, I, I know, you know, from being around, a lot of credit unions have their mission statement somewhere, you know, that they have a family-like environment. But at the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance and with those credit unions, it holds so true that their members are like family to them. They know their members. They're not just a number. These are people that they've known, they, most of them known, for years, they know their children and grandchildren, some of them. And so uh, when they do lending or savings or those sorts of things, they're not just loaning money out or taking a deposit from somebody that they're not familiar with. They have great familiarity with the individuals that they're doing business with. So you know your member real closely. Most faith-based credit unions, do they have employees or are they primarily volunteer run? All of our faith-based credit unions, almost all of them are voluntary. The members are working as volunteers. We have one credit union that has a part-time person and another one that has a full-time, but it's a lot much larger credit union. But the faith-based credit unions as a whole, they all are volunteers. What challenges do faith-based credit unions face today? Faith-based credit unions have to meet the same requirements that all the other credit unions meet. But yet, as we said, they're volunteers. Some of them, the workers work another job. Others are retired, so they could be somewhere resting, and but they are working. But all of the required trainings they have to have, 
all of the requirements the NCUA requires and the state requires are required of these small credit unions. So it is a challenge and they are also small. So therefore they don't have the assets, the buying power that other credit unions have. And I would say succession planning too. And that's just something that in our industry as well. We look at CEOs across the board and board members. Most of them are aging. And, you know, you look at, okay, who's replacing those people? Who's the next group of people to replace these individuals? And that's something that's going on in our industry as a whole. When we look back, when we look throughout the industry, but that's also a challenge with the faith base. It's even a greater challenge for them because you have to remember, these positions are not paid positions. So not only are you looking for somebody to fill the seat, you're looking for somebody that's going to do it for free. (laughs) How do you find people who will volunteer? Well, basically, you know, you look among your members, people who might be interested in this kind of work. And, you know, you just ask people to volunteer. Robin had a good idea to have junior members of the board, and, and we've been trying that. So it's like people like me in the wings that were just sitting doing, <laughs> not doing nothing, but doing other things. And then you just kind of pull them in, reel them in. <laughs> we need somebody with, with their energy, though, because <laughs> they definitely are not doing nothing. <laughs> so what loans and, and other services do faith-based credit unions offer that a lot of other financial institutions won't? Well, basically, as we said earlier, we take a chance on some of our members. Uh, we have a member who, uh, as a kid, uh, messed up and has a record. And, of course, he can't get a loan from anybody else. But we took a chance on him. He was able to get a car. Actually, I think he's on his third car. And he never missed a payment. So we do loans. We do share-secured loans. We do car loans. There's some credit unions who do mortgages. I don't think there are any loans that we do that nobody else does. I think it's just the way that we do it and, you know, that we listen. We have financial counselors at our credit union. We have four people who are, have the CUNA financial counseling, and uh, we have two that are being trained now so that, you know, we can help our members when they do get into financial straits. Yeah, I think one of the things, too, with the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance that I've noticed, you're not going to go to banks and get too many small dollar loans, right? So people that are looking for small dollar loans end up at payday loan stores, entitled loan stores, paying astronomical rates for interest. So one of the things to me that the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance does well is they do small dollar lending well. They do it in a way that does not take advantage of the members and that is priced at a decent, affordable price or interest rate for those members. And when you say a small dollar loan, how much would that be? I would say a thousand, even sometimes under a thousand. I've seen them do loans for somebody. They need tires for their car. They may need two tires for the car and they need that car to get back and forth to work. So they want to come in and borrow, you know, four or $500. Uh, the credit union will do that loan and do it at a rate that's not going to have the person signing over their whole paycheck, you know, the next time they get paid. So how does the uh, the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance foster collaboration among its members? We meet, of course, uh, now we meet by Zoom, but it's interesting that now 
the members call each other in between. If they need some help with something or they need some advice, they'll call each other. And so it really has become a complete collaboration. We have done our trainings together. We've done all sorts of collaboratives together. We've had a where we had college interns to come in. So we've done different things together and it has made for a camaraderie. I guess it's a friendship. It, it has become a friendship. And as Robin has said, really like a family. How are you able to serve your members during the pandemic when so many things were shut down? That's what we're working toward even more now. We're trying to have a core processing where we can all work together and work remotely. None of our faith-based credit unions were able to work actually remotely and do the credit cards and all that kind of sort of things. Although we had the gift cards and that sort of thing. But as far as doing the remote banking, we didn't have that capability. So basically it's been the phone and texting and few visits to the credit union, but it's been a challenge. It has been a challenge. So it's nice to hear that you have a new common core system that you'll be implementing across 10 of the credit unions. Can you uh, tell me a little bit about that and what that'll enable you to do? So as Dr. Crawford said, you know, when the pandemic started, the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance, they were like so many financial institutions, you know, across America. They struggled with that same question. How are we going to serve our members with our lobbies closed? With the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance, though, those credit unions, that problem was even heightened even more because they did not have other electronic services like mobile banking, online banking. Many of them didn't even have ACH. So it's like, okay, how are we going to service our members? Uh, So they started to reach out and we started to actually get pricing from uh, vendors on secure access to dial into the system. But many of them had another problem. They didn't have an extra computer. They didn't have a laptop. So we had to get pricing on laptops. Uh, That conversation quickly turned to, you know, we need to address the bigger problem, right? It's not just a laptop and remote access, a VPN. The bigger issue is we need e-services, And how do we get this? Uh, And the alliance knew that, but uh, it had been cost prohibitive for the group because it's so expensive. And so we began to say, let's look at pricing. Let's look at how we can collaborate or how the alliance could collaborate on a core. And so we started reaching out to vendors, getting pricing. It didn't make sense for each credit union to have to pay $40,000, $50,000 for a system Uh, So we started saying, hey, you know, vendors, how can you work with us to price this at one price for the alliance with multiple licenses, multiple users? And so we got pricing back. uh, But then outside of that, the issue became, how are we going to pay for this? (laughs) You know, how are we going to pay for all these bells and whistles? So, you know, there was funding being made available through COVID, you know, but they were, you know, little pieces, 5,000 here, you know, 10,000 here. So we began to work with trade associations, banks, pull them all together and say, hey, funders, can you all collaborate with us on this to get this done? We're going to collaborate, but can you collaborate with us as well to pull the funding piece together? So the Illinois Credit Union League, Inclusive, and Citibank uh, got together to fund this project for these 10 credit unions. And so it's just been wonderful to see the power of collaboration and how all of these entities have come together. 
other credit unions as well have stepped in. We have two other credit unions too that have stepped in larger credit unions and also contributing to this project. So it's just a really powerful collaborative spirit in which is getting done. And this core processor is going to bring the faith-based credit union alliance, online banking, mobile banking. They're going to have document storage. It's a hosted system, which is going to provide for disaster recovery as well. And we're really excited about this journey with the Alliance. The Illinois Credit Union League is going to continue to work with the Alliance on compliance. uh, And so it's inclusive. So they'll have support along the way and along the journey. When will that be implemented? It's going to be implemented in different stages. Well, because each of the credit unions currently now have different end dates for their contracts. Some of the credit unions are under contract now with other vendors. So as those contracts expire, they'll roll on to the new system. The newest, the uh, first actual conversion should happen in January. We definitely could not have done this without the assistance of the Illinois Credit Union League, especially the Illinois Credit Union League. It has been (laughs) unbelievably fantastic in supporting us and helping us along the way, as well as inclusive and financial support from Citibank and the larger credit unions, because we by no means had the resources financially or as far as the know-how. And so it has been just awesome, the support that we've gotten. It's just been wonderful. 2021 should be a, a big year for you then. Yes, absolutely. How do you think you'll change your operations as a result of this? It will be a tremendous change for all of us, but um, some of our credit unions don't have a core processor at all. They're using Excel, so it will be a tremendous change. It will be a tremendous change even for those of us who do have a core processor to be able to do mobile banking. It will change things. And we had a strategic planning weekend where, you know, we did have some younger people. And that was what they were saying was that the younger generation, they do things remotely. They don't come in. And so I think it will help us to be able to attract younger members as well as be able to reach the members we have and younger members. Yeah, the whole access piece, you know, uh, most of the credit unions in the faith base are open one day a week for limited hours. And that's the only access their members have to their money. So this is going to provide access 365 days a year, right? Any time of the day, members want to access their account. They'll have access from anywhere that has Wi-Fi. So that's exciting in itself. The Alliance is working on a growth and sustainability project, along with the Illinois Credit Union League and Inclusive. And one of the pieces of that is even expanding their field of membership. So this piece with the core processor and tying in the technology first will put the bells and whistles they need behind them as they get ready to grow and expand their field of membership. What do you think mainstream credit unions can learn from faith-based credit unions? I think they can learn that the power of collaboration doesn't stop with your members, right? It doesn't stop right there. It has to extend to other entities as well that are doing the work of people helping people. This is how we broaden our reach as an industry. There's an African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. We must move forward together as an industry. And that's what the alliance is doing. That's what the Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance is all about. 
we kind of have a theme. Sometimes the smaller credit unions will say, well, I can't afford this. And you know how they have the no child left behind. We say no credit union left behind. We are not going to leave anybody behind. (laughs) So it's like, you know, how can we make this happen for everybody so that nobody is left behind? So looking back at your time working with the credit union, what highlights stand out to you or, or what are some of your favorite memories from your time with the credit union? Well, with the Alliance, I have to say that actually this 10 year anniversary has just been unbelievably awesome. And, you know, when I saw people, you know, we asked the credit unions to do a page ad in the book. And when I saw people come in with their own personal checks because they knew their credit union couldn't afford to pay for an ad and actually one credit union, they came in with two checks. One person wrote one part of the check and another person wrote another part of the check. And I knew that was a sacrifice. And so then when something else comes up, I know that credit union can't afford it. So let's see what we can do to help them. And I guess also I would say the fellowship has just been awesome. At our meetings, we eat first. That's the most important thing. (laughs) We have prayer. And then we eat and then we get to the business. And everybody knows that about our meetings. Anybody who's been to our meetings, the fellowship has been awesome. Oh, historically speaking, I think it was just great how each credit union was able to come together, finding out about us, first of all. And some found out skeptically and came to a few meetings, but found out that, you know, some benefits were for them, especially when we would get together on some of the requirements that all of the credit unions had to meet. We found out we could do them as a group. And many of our security meetings took place and we'd have an official person come in and thus all of us fulfilled the requirement that Kuna has as well as NCUA. We fulfilled all those requirements as a group. And that was very important so that we were able to fulfill many, many of those things, especially some were going through audits and we could talk about it and say, oh, they asked us the same question last year. (laughs) And therefore, we helped each other out in many, many forms. And I think because of that, some of our credit unions even received the NCUA rating of one. And we praise the Lord every time we get such things. Good news. Yeah, I think for me, it's just seeing how far the faith-based credit union alliance has come, you know, since it started. Uh, recently, they just became a 501c3. And just seeing that has been amazing. But I am impressed by the work of the group most days. Because seeing how hard the group works, to be a group of volunteers and work as hard as they work, since the pandemic started, I mean, it's been amazing how much they've gotten done. I mean, from the 501c3, the 10-year anniversary, uh, the core process of collaboration, different ones, CDFI grants. And so it's just been been just amazing to watch them work and watch them work together. And with each thing that comes out, they do it together. The grant comes out, they're going to apply for that grant together. Somebody's going to write up the language for the grant. They're going to send a template out to everybody so everybody can get on board. They make it easy for everybody to operate and function. And that that's very impressive about the group. Well, there were so many inspirational people at your 10th anniversary event. Where did each of you turn for inspiration? Well, I think definitely the Lord inspires me. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's Jesus Christ and, um, you know, we are faith-based and, and we do believe 
that uh, he will help us and we we give him the glory for everything that is done and i would say it's the lord as far as i'm concerned i grew up in a you know my mother was an educator and so helping other people that's part of our dna Hiram and I kind of joke about it. We say that we each had a very driven parent. My mother and his father were something else. <laughs> so, so we both know how to deal with driven people. We can become a little bit driven ourselves. I remember before I became a principal, one of my instructors, I really wasn't interested in becoming a principal. I love teaching. And she said, well, if you can help 30 children, what about 30 times 30? And when I think about, you know, how our credit union is helping people, but we're helping other credit unions to help people in the same way that our credit union is helping people. So I think all of that helps to drive me. It does make a difference. Looking back in the 1950s, I guess, my father was involved helping some of the farmers back in North Carolina. And that was exciting because I'm a child watching these things take place. And of course, when they came to the church, a group were able to get together and form the credit union, thus helping each other come out of the bondage back in the 1950s that they were able to come out of, which was very, you know, exciting. And so that's something that, you know, we've seen take place, you know, the credit unions that he was involved in getting started throughout those different states that he pastored in, of course, at ours at Israel Church how it's helped many, many, many of the members. And you name the situation, they had members that had fires in their homes. And the credit union came to the rescue and all of us came together. We're cleaning out their house as well as getting it ready to go, but the credit union was able to finance it. Automobiles, we had one member, I'll never forget, he bought a brand new car and he got down south and the car broke down. The credit union called the dealer. He called the dealer down south. <laughs> and they switched cars and he was able to come back with his family and on and on and on. I could go, but just the exciting things God has done as we've been able to pray each other through different crises and situations has been a miracle in itself. What are you all doing to stay healthy and positive during the pandemic? Trust the Lord, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but praise the Lord. It's, it, it's working. All of us are, are caring for seniors, Robin, and we are. And so it's especially a challenge because, you know, we have to try to especially protect ourselves so that we're protecting the seniors that are in our house. And so it's getting things done, but also doing them as safely as possible. The Faith-Based Credit Union Alliance, it is like people in the alliance, the members, you know, you're so close and you work together with them so closely. And so, as Dr. Crawford said, we don't do anything without prayer at the alliance. <laughs> I mean, if I'm doing a training session, a planning session, we're going to pray before and after. We're going to open it with prayer and close it with prayer. And uh, there's a lot of checking in and checking up on people. So if it's somebody, you know, in a, a credit union we haven't heard from in a while, we're going to call to follow up with them, see how they're doing. If there's something going on with the person, they're going to have prayer for the person. So it's just a wonderful connection. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio.